What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the GFY Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. If you haven't checked out last week's episode, go check that out. Today, we've got an amazing guest for you guys, Deluxe 4 and myself. We're going to be talking to an amazing YouTuber. His channel is mainly focused around Rainbow Six Siege, but he's looking to get into some new stuff. So go along with us as we interview Tuxbird. So what's going on, Good. my friend? Fuck, sorry. <laughs> what's up, Tux? How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. How are you? <laughs> good, dude. You are the hardest person in the entire world to get I a hold an, of. I am the hardest person in the entire world. You are correct. Like, I, I, you you blow my mind. I'm like, hey, Tux, look, I got you, bro. Tonight, we're going to do it in an hour. You're like, I do it. We're going to do you. it tonight in 30 minutes, I promise. And then, <laughs> and then I don't do it. Because <laughs> Tarkov. And I can't blame you because everyone's playing that freaking game right now. It's Everyone. Bad. It is not good, man. I, I have a borderline gambling addiction. <laughs> Dude, like, what's so addictive about that game? It's the... It's the... Okay, so it's obviously like you know what type of game it is, right? It's like an FPS looter it's like shooter. Daisy. It's like Daisy. yes, except it's yeah. it's like a more it's a different kind of take on it, mm-hmm. where instead of you just spawning with nothing and then getting everything, and the moment you die, you lose everything you got in that yeah. life. You go in with with whatever you bring into a raid, and you have the possibility of losing whatever you bring in, but you also can get stuff out and then put it in your stash and then use it again in the future. So it's like a more kind of directed it's way a safer of way of getting loot, in a way right? but it's still yeah, yeah. super hardcore and it, it it is so addicting and i have a problem okay so like these raids how long do they take they usually i would probably say like i mean it most of them like the full time length is 55 minutes anywhere from 45 to 55 minutes depending on the map okay. but i'd say they usually take like 20 30 it just depends on how fucked you are really and there's other people in there with you yeah there's a mix of ai and other players which is okay. nerve-wracking as hell i'll bet like that sounds crazy like all i <laughs> i don't mean to meme the game because i like that type of game and i really kind of want to get into it but i do not want to learn another game that's my thing i don't want to spend the time to learn what everything does what everything is i just yeah. not, not that it's just because it's older game and it's just now the new thing that everybody wants to play. I've had a lot of people say, hey, Deluxe, you need to play this game. And then I was like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm not going to play it. So I waited, 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 waited at least a, a year at least. And everybody comes back now, hey, Deluxe, you need to play this game. I'm like, no, I didn't want to play it then. I kind of – I do want to play it now kind of. But I don't want to learn it. I do not want to learn this shit. Okay, I, I, I will it. agree. Like there was – like I played it like very, very like – maybe one or two games with my friends back like a year ago and i literally mm-hmm. would not have it dude i was like this game sucks because i just i can't i can't do it right the the the, the learning curve is so goddamn steep it's like you're straight up looking right. at just a wall that just goes up and you're like when the hell does that thing end and it doesn't it's just a wall that separates <laughs> you and the ability to actually like play the game like yeah, with, with, with some skill wrong. it is so hard i'm still terrible and i played <laughs> 200 hours of it that's pretty bad and a little bit of time by the way like in two days seriously this dude's like going crack um <laughs> but i swear every time i, I like message him out. he'd be yeah. like yeah it does <laughs> uh i would message text like hey we're doing uh i'll play dark off dude we're doing the middle of the raid i'll see you in three hours I'm like, okay, <laughs> god that's so true but i've just yeah. it's been a while since i've had a game that's like actually 
taking me taking me like that, you know, just yeah, that you spend time in, and, you know, just kidnapping me and just throwing me in a room and just playing it all the time. It's right. like a good a break from a lot of stuff, which is why I like it. I'm kind of making fun of the game now a little bit because every time I go to somebody's Twitch stream, they're either in their fucking menu or they're fucking yep. loading into the game. So I'm like triggered all the time. I never seen anybody playing the game. I'm I'm just like I know that there's people out there that play the game, but I've not seen one yet. So. All I'm saying is if you like Tetris, bro, if you like Tetris, you're gonna love that game. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you see is people playing Tetris? Yes, I have a lot of fun playing Tetris. I don't know why. It's really fun to just like optimize how everything looks and how everything fits because I run out of space so goddamn fast. So um, is there like pay to win stuff? Can you like buy no. more space? Well or yes. There's okay. yeah, yes, you can definitely buy more space. And the most expensive edition is pretty pretty hefty of a price um you don't have to buy it by any means like you can you can earn it in game it's just really fucking hard to earn it in game okay but you or you could just spend the 150 dollars and get the best version of the game and just it definitely makes it easier. it doesn't make the game like you know it doesn't give it doesn't give you an innate disadvantage it's just it's harder to kind of organize everything when you have less space okay and are you the guy, are you, like, hoarding everything? Are you hoarding, like, the candy oh. bars and the flashlights oh, and whatever yeah. the shit? Oh, yeah, dude. The flashlights, the flashlights, the candy bars, dude. Everything, everything, bro. Like, anywhere, dude, I am hoarding bars of soap, okay? Like, <laughs> everything. You're, like, in a prison. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we start, like, in, you know, a fucking backroom soap business in, 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 the, in, in the prison. That's basically <laughs> what I'm doing in that game. We're, we're distributing illegal soap. Is there like a item in the game that you're like proud of that you got? Um, it's usually just other players' gear that were okay. way better than me, and I somehow killed them. Okay. So there's like I a problem that moment you had. One item? No, I just sell everything so I can get more money, and then I buy all the things that I want. Oh, cool. So that is thing. Okay, so I'm just trying to wrap my head around this thing. I'm trying to get you to convince me to play in a roundabout way, or convince me not to play in a roundabout way okay. right now you're doing a good job of saying i don't need to because it's too high of a fucking learning curve and i'm okay not well down here's the shit. thing though it's a really really steep learning curve but once you pass it bro it is straight fucking crack into your veins dude like it's like literally straight shooting up like every drug you could imagine and it feels so good like once you have the ability to like actually make plays and like just destroy players that are higher level than you and actually take their really good gear that's better than yours dude it is mm -hmm. honestly like crack it is that's why and like i chalked it up to like the pain of losing your gear is much less than the joy that you get from taking other people's stuff i can see that because i and don't make fun of me and you may be in the same boat but like runescape Back in the day, I played RuneScape, and yeah. I would steal people's shit and be like, "Oh my fucking god, I got something better than what you had." And you'd be like, "I stole a guy's turkey it. once." In That's RuneScape. fucking pog champ. Pog. That's literally the only memory that I have of playing it when I was younger. Is I stole someone's turkey and then I died, and then I stopped playing the game. That was basically <laughs> my experience, at least from what I can remember. Right. I just remember looking at the turkey in my inventory. I don't know why it's that specific memory. But you were you were geeked up about it. It probably I, I was your first gaming experience that you were probably like super proud of yourself because that seems like yeah, I got a turkey bro, like bro this is like <laughs> my life all of the I don't know how old it was probably like eight I'm like all the eight years of my life I've come up to this moment where I get a turkey in this video game and I feel so good right now and then I died but you knew what that feeling was and it brought you back when you were in Tarkov and you started taking people's shit and you're like I remember this feeling and then this cracked to you that's how it works.
tongue yeah, fighting. Yeah, it's just uh, that game is dude. What like if you can stick through the initial punishment of not knowing how to play the game, it's it's fun. It's really fun. Okay, so are you getting people to play with you, or are you just playing solo? Um. I am a bitch, and I don't play a lot of solo. I need to because you get better by doing that. But I play with a few of my real life friends. Okay, so I was I'm saying that because I don't know if I should bring some of the crew members in with me or what. Like you guys would have it, but I feel like it would be a shit show if you guys all tried it because you can have up to groups of five, I believe. Okay. Uh, so you guys, you know, could fit a lot of people in and just go and either play as scavs together or play as PMCs with pistols or whatever. Going, you know, it. it you're basically all gonna die, but it would be it would be fun because the constant like like there's it's kind of like Rust before yeah, they added I love the ability Rust. to like team up, you know, like yeah. where you had to like call out like is this you? Yeah, jump, jump, jump. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's that same deal. It's that same deal in Tarkov where you literally are like constantly trying to make sure you know where your friends are because you can clap them at any point because you're because you're scared. Okay, so now like I'm intrigued. Now I'm super intrigued now. Man, I, uh, I just you had I me don't at Learn another game. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I don't want to learn another game, and I know if I get addicted to a game, it's going to be over. But I need another Yo, game to play. Then, dude, let's go. He's going to get it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm super. Like I don't know, man. I, I, all it's going to take is me going. Hey, guys, do y'all, do y'all want to just hop on Tarkov one time and see how it is. It and is I go, over, bro. yeah, I guess we'll play. And then it's over. It's fucking over. And I know it. So, what's what's some good advice for someone that's never played Tarkov before to join first thing? Do we do a raid first? What do we do? I don't Okay, so do one we go? thing that there is, is you can play as either a PMC as a, or a scav. As I mentioned before, scav are random loadouts that you can play once every like 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. And they're given to you and they're free, so you could technically go in as a scav. You'll have a random loadout um, and you can go in and you can extract and get out with the gear that you t- took in, but if you die, you don't technically lose anything because it's it's not yours. Or, like a loadout that's randomly generated for you every right. twenty minutes, or you can okay, play the so PMC as much as you want. But there, there, there is that time barrier with playing as a scav, right? You only have like fifteen to twenty minutes. Oh, okay, I got what you're saying. So you get twenty minutes of like a power up, and if you you don't if you don't use it, you lose it, kind of thing. So no, it's like um, it's it's like a constant rotation where it's like you'll have a scav available. If you play through raid as a scav or you die as a scav, it then starts a fifteen minute cooldown where you can play as a scav again. Okay. Then after that's it, over, you can do it again. Okay. I'm just... Ooh. Okay. Um, I don't, also, I would say is watch watch videos. <laughs> yeah, I definitely will do that. And that's what I'm afraid of because I, I already, like, um, I don't know if you know, I like, on my free time, I play Rust. Like, yep. I stream it. I don't record it. I stream it. And yeah. I, I get, like, really into it. And I have friends that play it with me. Uh, that uh, the crew doesn't play with me. That's why I play with some other buddies, kind of like you're doing. You play with buddies IRL for yeah. um, that. So I do the same thing, but on Rust, and yep. I get really into it, and I watch videos. I get stuck in this fucking <laughs> yeah. loophole of watching <laughs> fucking videos. Go. Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's so bad. So I get it. I get it. I just – I okay. You're gonna. I'm going to end up playing it tomorrow, and I'm going to – DM you and tell you, if, fuck you dude. If you want to play, I will. I will. I will gladly join you. Just saying, if you, okay, you want to, cool. like, and I, I will teach you what I know. I don't know a lot, but I know enough. Yeah, I feel like if I just got off the you know training wheels part, I'd be fine. 
just let me go after the training wheels are off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, like I, I you're like still going it. to get like destroyed as much as you were when you first started playing. Like you're gonna have days where you literally die and lose all the gear that you bring in all day. Yeah. Um, but then you'll have really good days. But the bad days will never not be a thing. Like no matter how good you are, you're gonna have really, really, really bad days where you lose a crap ton of gear. Hmm. Is it like what about the shooting style? Is it more of a Daisy style or is it more of a like a Rainbow Six slash COD slash whatever? It's a more I would definitely it takes different aspects from how they're like all the shooting styles and stuff, but I would definitely say it's more like skill based. Like you have to know how to like control recoil. There's a tiny bit of bullet drop. There's this thing called point shooting, which is hip firing. You gotta know like there's no there's no um reticle on screen, so like it's kinda all just like you have to kind of know and learn the weapons because like you could be really good with one weapon and then the next time you use another weapon you are completely shit with it even if you are generally good at the game okay yeah but yeah it's basically it's basically crack so so okay. d20 i got you bro if you need it it's there bro. i just wanted some crack yeah that's all. i just want some crack. <laughs> by by whatever means i need that crack <laughs> that has to happen but yeah it's definitely been a good um it's definitely been a good break away from just kind of give myself a break from uh you know the stresses that come with making content especially to the amount of people that i do yeah like i i've we've talked about this before and you brought it up a couple times that you just needed a break you needed a break from a couple of games and we were like that at some point too where we were playing gta 5 and we were playing some other games but it was every night it was a grind we were making content and it, you beat yourself up so much that it basically turns into a job more than your really enjoying you still like yeah. the game you just don't love the game at that point it just it's becomes like a thing with every single day the passion just kind of fades where you yeah know, it you does just, you kind of feel for it less and less and that's where i'm at kind of right now with yes the game that i play because again you know i'm kind of because like you guys obviously back then cod was like you know the banger thing like right right like, you know, like everybody played it that was a thing that you guys grinded out because again it's what did well in in my case you know it's rainbow six siege that's the game that does really good at my channel because what i've gotten has come from that game right. um it was very easy to make cg videos because i loved the game but over time you know making content trying to like you know draw creativity and siphon it from absolutely like nothing that i had left like in the idea bank in my brain um it just got harder and harder to play it to enjoy it and now i don't really i don't play it that much other than if i'm recording because i just you know, I can't. It's like I've sucked all the fun out of it by having it be my job. And I feel like that's kind of how it is with a lot of things. Like the moment it becomes your job, you know, it's very hard to maintain the level of fun that you were having when it was a hobby. Yeah, I, I get you. I totally get you on that one. Um, I But I feel like you're the guy that really doesn't need and your probably audience needs the game as Rainbow Six in the background. But you don't necessarily need that. I feel like you're you do a good job of holding conversations of making things funny. I feel like you, you do a really good job of being energetic almost every time you go and play. Uh, I think it's just part of your personality. Like you yeah. play COD with us and I see you ra on rainbow. I feel like you're usually the life of the party when you're going and playing anywhere. I feel like if your audience gave you an opportunity to play another game and be the same, you over time, they would probably come to, but at first, it's probably going to be pretty tough for you. And we kind of experienced that a little bit too. No matter what game we played at first, everybody wanted 
X game, whatever it was, COD yeah. or GTA 5. And so that was so tough to break out of. But to be honest, I think the YouTube algorithm doesn't play in the favor of you switching games. It definitely think, does not. Yeah, I think you keeping with Rainbow is definitely a thing to do for your channel. Uh, and I've seen a lot of guys that are, have been like narrowed down like that for one uh, bit of content from one game start second channels have you started that yet or i have not because i mean i don't really like there's there's positives and negatives to having a second channel like for me i just don't want to split my viewer base because then that's kind of like i openly accept that i'm only this one youtuber on this main channel right or like Mm -hmm. i play this one game i would rather you know take i honestly at this point like over time like i was really scared of changing because again like when you get good views you know when you start to not get them it's really 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 hard on you Mm. because then you start to think about like well you know am i even like is this it for me like has my has have i overstayed my welcome here as like a creator and like being popular um and you start to feel bad but within the past few months i started to realize like i need to start having fun making videos or it's literally only going to be miserable and i'm not gonna want to do anything which has right. kind of been where I'm at. Like I, I upload very infrequently because of that. Um, but I've been looking into doing some VR content. Uh, yeah. Once a few of my friends get their VR headsets, so we, I can actually play with people instead of play alone. But that seems to me like that is the medium that I want to go into as not, not just like fully jump head first into it, but, you know, just kind of like include it into the things that I usually do. Maybe I make a siege video and then I'll do a VR video, siege video, VR video. So I kind of have that healthy balance between, like videos that are fresh and new to me, but then the videos that people expect from me. So I kind of give everybody what they want in a way, but more importantly, I give myself what I want. Yeah. Cause that's, that's, a, that's the key. It's such the key. Like I, I'm, I was right where you're at Tux. Like I got all the views I ever wanted on GTA five. And then I would go play other games and I would, I would feel better about myself and I, me making GTA five um, content would be a little bit easier but then i and we brought up this game earlier but i branched off and said i'm gonna go play day z and you're playing targov now and i said i'm gonna upload this content it was a brand new game standalone was a brand new game when they made but and i started putting videos out like day one and i started going i enjoy playing this game i enjoy this so i threw away the views to play the game i wanted and then I started mixing in some other stuff, which the algorithm probably didn't like that too much. But at the same time, I substituted vid- video views for happiness. And it's that's what's kept me on this platform for 10 years, I believe, just God because. Damn. 10 years, man. Yeah, just because I did what I wanted, not necessarily what the viewer wanted. And if I had to give you any advice, it's to do that. Because I think you have the charisma to stay around for as long as you really want to. Yeah. Will you take a hit sooner or later? Yes. You can't keep this thing going forever. It's not a. True. It's not a. It's not a career, as I tell people. It's a job. It's not True. a career. Um, and I think you could retire uh, doing this and making great content because I think you have some of the best editing there is out there on YouTube but here, right now. Let's go. You're making me blush. <laughs> In the gaming industry, for real, you do. Um, so I hope that you can find that happy spot where you're still making content that you want and also getting the views that you want, which is the hardest thing to do. You've already hit the the less than 1% already 
by getting the amount of viewers and subscribers that you have. Now yeah. finding the happiness, that's even the 1% of the 1%. So <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's a hard thing to do. Um, and I, I never figured it out all the way, but I can tell you this. I moved more in the direction of happiness than I did caring what other people wanted to watch on my channel. Right. And so it was one of those things. But, but I'm with you, man. Like I, I get the struggles. I get where you're coming from. And all that stuff, uh, I really, really do. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm proud of you though. Like, I'm proud of you for taking breaks and understanding where you're at, at the point where you're making content. You're going, man, I'm just not happy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit out and put a shitty content just because uh, I need to put out a video because I haven't put out one in two weeks. You're like, right. no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna edit and make it great, and then put it out. And that's good, man. Just keep fucking grinding. You're doing great, man. You're doing great. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I, I do agree, and I, 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 it makes me feel good hearing that because, you know, it's very, it's very hard to get lost in, in just the numbers and the views and, like, only, like, like, revolving your entire life around it. And I feel like I definitely did because, you know, I was hungry, man. Like, I knew that, like, I had this opportunity to, like, I'm like, okay, I want to be a YouTuber. And now my videos are doing kind of well. Like it's it's now or it's never gonna happen. So I feel like there's like a level of like, I feel like I'm a little complacent with where I'm at, just because like, I know that my like I like my content's good. I'm very confident in that, and I'm confident that I can make people laugh, and my editing is really good, and that's never gonna change. Um, so it, it's I feel like it's kind of a good thing because like I kind of offer myself the ability to take little breaks just because my content quality kind of like delivers every single time, or at least that's what I hope I do every single time. I think it does from outside perspective. I really do, do think it does. Yeah, I appreciate that. That is, that is, that, that is my goal. Um, but it's all just kind of in lieu and, and while I'm waiting for where I get that aha moment where I'm like, finally, like, this is what I want to do. This is what's going to make me happy. And then I bang out videos again with the same quality. It's just like, I just kind of got, I kind of got to get back on the tracks. Yeah. Um, but maybe it's a different set of tracks than it was on before. But, you know, I need to get back on some sort of track so I'm not just wandering aimlessly. Um, but I do think that VR as a as something that I want to do is going to be actually pretty good for me because I didn't really, like, because it's always, like, when I'm playing a game or, like, when I'm thinking about something that I want to kind of, like, pivot my content to, I'm like, okay, well, it's got to be fun for me, but it's also kind of got to do well on YouTube in a way mm -hmm. because there's a lot of games that just don't do well on YouTube no matter what. Like there's not a huge creator community behind it. There's no, oh, yeah. There's a bunch. Yeah, it takes a like, lot. It's a, games come around very uh, not so often that you can actually do that kind of stuff. Like Rainbow was great. It really yep. was. It had the COD feel. It had the funny clips that you can make. There's so many different things. And when you're going with the VR stuff, I have a headset too. The only thing that it's got me with it, I haven't recorded anything, but I've played around on like uh, Pavlov and all that stuff, and it's fun. Yeah. The only thing is I get a fucking headache 45 minutes oh, yeah. into it. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? That's bullshit, bro. It's like I'm just trying to make this content. I'm just trying to get my get a feel for it and my fucking yeah. head hurts. I can play Beat Saber all day, but if you I'm walking around and shit, my my eyes just go, fuck it's you, that, bitch. It's that locomotion, man. It's the, it's it is. the trackpad locomotion. Do you have the same thing or what? Um, Yes. I feel like a lot of it is like you kind of got to get your sea legs and you kind of got to keep doing it Playing, pushing keep it kind of yeah. punishing yourself and pushing past it because you will get used to it at some point okay um 
But when you first start, especially after not playing VR for a while, like if you do it like every two, three weeks or a month, like you will come back and that after that 45 minutes, it's going to be miserable because you're not used to it. But if you play it every day in some capacity, it's not even going to phase you anymore. It just, it takes, it takes a little bit of time to kind of like liken yourself up to it. Okay. And more, more, and more or less just get your brain to stop puking everywhere internally, you know? It's just, yeah, that's what I feel like's happening. I'm like, dude, I felt like when I took the headset off that I'm like drunk stumbling and I feel like I like even when I wake up, I'm like, dude, I still feel a little bit of the effects of fucking playing VR yesterday for an hour and a half. Like I'm fucked right now. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's just me or what's going on. Like, I feel so fucked up. Like, I but tried I, to, like one of the most um, like my most anticipated games for VR was Boneworks. Okay. Um, and I literally got on it for the first time and I'm like, dude, this is fucking sick. I, I started playing through. And then after like 20 minutes, I'm like, no, my fucking head hurts. Right. And then the entire rest of the day, even after I got off, I was sitting there like in a daze kind of. And I'm like, God damn it, man. I wait all that time and I'm fucking <laughs> yeah, sick. That's how I felt, man. <laughs> so bullshit. I do think VR is the next wave of things to come. Maybe it leads into something else uh, that is close to VR or maybe the VR makes it where more people can afford to have it. I know there's some different forms of VR out there right now, but uh, yeah. but it's it's super expensive. Um, and it's kind of weird. You got to have a little space, which is kind of weird. Uh, you yeah. also, you got to fight, you got to have friends. And I know you touched on it just a little bit, but having a couple of friends with you is really it's key for content, so important, man. It, it really Cause, is because you and I, we could jump in a solo lobby and we could talk to people, but then there would be half the people wouldn't talk to you. So a lot of people yeah. are playing, not trying to talk. The mic quality is kind of, eh sometimes and it's just kind of weird but if you had friends i think that's where it's at if I really you treat do. it like a party game where you go in with like eight of your friends and you like role player do some random oh, shit yeah is, that that is where you get the best and funniest content or just experience like it, it comes from that but the barrier to entry with that is so high because not only do you have to be able to afford it and you know like we 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 do what we do and it's an investment obviously if we get a vr headset so like we can right. kind of justify it more but for like a lot, at least a lot of my friends, you know, they're it's a struggle to afford it and actually be able to do it. And they're like, well, what's the point of me investing thousands of dollars into this? You know, and if I if I'm not even sure I'm going to feel it in the way that like I want to, you know. Oh, I get it. I 110 percent get it because I was trying to convince some of my guys the, to buy it. And they're like, so if I. And they're YouTubers, so I'm like, and so if you buy it, we can make videos out of it. And like, yep, oh, that's tough because I'd rather play COD and not have to really buy anything, but the game, True. and then blah blah blah. And so I'm on that same thing, Tuck. So if you need somebody, hit me up, bro. But for Dude, real, I definitely uh, will, man. Honestly, straight up, I will. <laughs> just tell me what games we're buying. But um, on on the other hand, like I really try to get some of my friends, but they're like, I don't know if it's worth the investment because it is, it's time to set it up to keep it up and to pay whatever 500 bucks i think mine was 500 plus because then you have to get the headset adapter blah 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 i mean it's just one thing after another so i really do get it when it comes to that because it, it's, it's a hassle i saw that some of your roommates have it though i saw where yummy and uh, Cobb have it or maybe you gave one of your uh, old I headsets to Cobb. Vive to Cobb, but okay. uh, i told yummy to get a vive pro um he wanted to get an index but they are backlogged to shit right now Oh really? Um, 
So I'm just like, hey, you know, and he wants to get in on, like, on the VR content. Like, we all kind of agree that it is going to be the best way to, because again, like, we're all in this situation where, you know, you guys were a while ago, where, okay, we found good success from this game or this, you know, this very tight community of people. But now we got to try and break out of it and kind of be our, our own creators rather mm-hmm. than just being a creator for one specific game. Yeah, and we found that with GTA Five. That was the next game that really helped us out, and I think VR could be that for you guys for sure. Yeah, exactly, and I'm really, really hoping that it is because, dude, the amount of growth that people are getting from VR is fucking insane, man. I didn't realize it until a few weeks ago, but it gets so many views, man. Yeah, I so I views. looked it up about mm, four months ago, five months ago, and I really was looking at like what people were doing and kind of which way direction it was going. And I was really impressed with it, but then I just kind of got sidetracked and kind of left it uh, on the side and really never kept looking at it or paying attention to who was uploading and what was going on with it. So I kind of, I'm out of the loop a little bit, but I can totally see where you're coming from with that, where it's probably blowing up pretty well right now and oh, uh, man. Games like a lot of the, uh, the vr youtubers that mm-hmm. like you see like see right now that are doing really well they have only gotten big in the last six months and they are already like double my subscriber count oh wow and i don't have a very small amount of subs <laughs> like, no you don't you really don't <laughs> like 1.6 million is not too shabby but these people have gotten like four hundred thousand subs a month off of playing vr jesus christ like the That's amount of crazy. potential what are they is, playing is, what's like What's the number one game right now? I would probably say uh, Trouble in Terrace Town on Pavlov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you I got love that. Games like I like VR watching chat, those. You got uh, The Forest VR. You got Zero Caliber. You got just basically, or like Blade and Sorcery, just any VR game. Um, that was something that I also realized with VR too that was really intriguing to me was, you know, you have uh a gaming youtube like a, a gaming youtuber right they 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 play usually one game because that game does well for them uh like for instance me with rainbow six siege um yeah. i'm drawing the community of rainbow six siege like that that that's my target audience that's the people that i'm obviously getting these videos to because they want siege because that's that game that they play with vr it's different with vr vr is the game so you can be playing whatever VR game you want to play and people are going to go nuts for it the same as they would with any other VR video. Instead of it being just Siege is the game, VR is the game. So you can play whatever VR game you want. That's nice. And people are going to eat it up the exact same way. So you have like a little level of like um like variety in its own in its own light. Like it's still yes, it's on the same medium, but nobody cares because people just want VR content. So it doesn't actually matter what you play. It is a weird is bubble. It is a weird bubble. And I, I get what you're saying now. Like it's it's almost like if uh Xbox was its own little thing and it only had a couple of games or whatever and everybody wanted Xbox, but it was like, so you play Xbox? Though I don't care what you play, I just want you to fucking talk about you know, Exactly. It's basically play Xbox. it's basically the same idea. It it's just the medium at which it's played that is so drawing to people, which is fucking crazy. That's cool, man. Uh, that's yeah, that's really cool. Uh, the first game I think I ever saw was VR Chat. They all, um, uh, do you know, do we all that shit when it came yeah. out? I think that was like huge for me for VR, like the breakthrough that I saw on Twitch. Uh, was going on, and what I think could be really cool with it, which I don't know how much a game could really get into it. And I know some people do this on a very small level. But integrating things like your GTA RP into VR. 
So yep. you taking that kind of stuff and people start doing role play where it's actually real life movements and stuff. That would be freaking sick. I think that would be like, you know, double whammy. Dude, that's but, like fucking next level future. Yeah, right? right there. That would be cool. Um, you know, it, just think about it. Getting a gun, throwing it to your buddy, he grabs it in midair and then shoots somebody. Like, how fucking cool would that be? Uh, like, yeah, dude, that'd be badass. That That'd would be, be cool. super cool. Um, like, but yeah. All, just that, 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 that whole idea of, um, like, one thing that I thought was really cool when I was, like, kind of studying VR content was, like, you know, with a game like Siege, right? I'm obviously, I know exactly what I need to do to make that gameplay somewhat interesting right i do a lot of camera movements i have my subtitles on my sound effects i have like the things that pop up i have just basically the whole editing lot that i do to it but Mm -hmm. in vr i don't have to do like camera movements i don't have to have it zoom weird i don't have to do all these little things that i have to do in siege content because i'm kind of making the content more alive and more realized by manipulating the camera in a siege video or yeah because i can't like, because the Siege video is obviously just the first-person locked view. Like, that's what I'm looking at. Right. Like, there's no comedic value to that. So I add that comedic value by having the camera zoom, by having it kind of follow our laughs, kind of shake when, when, when we laugh. So it makes you feel like it's like we're – it just makes it feel like it's more cohesive. With VR, if you're losing your shit and you're laughing super hard, yeah, you, you can see watch it. you crumble, like, as your camera gets lower, as you're clutching your chest, as you're watching your friend die as he's on the ground laughing – you get to watch them react to that. And that is so funny to me. Like, that's so cool. I, yeah, that's a great point. It really is. Because I've seen, I think the funniest thing that kind of brings it up is if you are actually watching someone else laugh or watching someone else do something. That is hilarious to me that you are tilting, you're laughing, but you're also watching someone else bend over, laugh, drop shit or whatever, fall on the ground dead like you were saying. That's the funniest shit to me because it just brings another aspect to it, which yes, I guess I didn't really think about it until you like put it out like that. But, dude, that's that's it. One on one for sure. That's all. Awesome. That is why I am definitely super ready to uh, to to get into that. But, of course, you know, I got to wait for the people to VR hits us. What can actually do it? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a I mean, it's a lot like the uh, like when we were in the GTA four and stuff like that early on. Like, it was just finding the glitches, because, like, when somebody, like, grabs something and it glitches out in their hand or some shit like that, you just fucking start rolling about it. Yeah, and like, I feel like a lot of games nowadays are, like, again, you know, they're very, they they squash the bugs, you know? They'll try their hardest to make it as clean of a game as possible, but there's a lot of comedic value to things that break in games. Like, it is fucking hilarious. Glitches are always something that will just never not be funny, because they're, because it's, because it goes down to the most basic part of comedy where it's just you don't expect it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then it happens and you're like, "Holy shit, this is hilarious" because it looks so dumb and it's not supposed to happen. Um, you know, and in VR there's a lot of glitches because again, the, the like the models are you moving, so there's obviously clipping and weird like limbs moving everywhere. It is it's it's just it's like the perfect breeding ground for funny content. And I'm like I talk about it a lot and I'm like this is the first time in a while that I've genuinely been like interested in making a video like i knowing that i would actually have fun making a video and i'm like holy shit because it's been a while because i was at a standstill for such a long time mm-hmm. um and you know in a way that'll also make making the regular content that i kind of have to make much easier because it's not the only thing that i'm doing i get to break it up i get to play other things i get to edit different videos so it's not just me you know beating the same the same pathways in my brain every (laughs) fucking time i make a video you know where i don't obviously want to do it anymore 
But when I have that little change of pace and then I go back, it's much fresh. It's much more fresh. And it's that's what I'm definitely looking forward to doing. Um, and I'm also just kind of looking forward to uploading more. It's it's really just like it sucks not uploading because, you know, you just – I don't know, man. I, I feel like your schedule, even though it's very inconsistent, I feel like it, it makes people – really want to click on your content yeah so there's definitely a good and a bad anticipation thing yeah like i i know when i see your video it's going to be a a good video because you are taking your time to put it out and two if i'm starved for something for so long then i get actually get it i want to click on as fast as i can and go ahead and engulf it and you know what i'm saying but if you get a content creator that puts out content every single day it's like, ah, I can miss a couple of days and be all right because he's going to upload tomorrow. But with you, it's like, I better hurry up and l- watch this because I don't know when the next time he's going to upload. Kind of I'm thing. a firm believer in like, I mean, if you really think about it, like if you just think about it in your own head, like do you watch any YouTuber every day? I don't. I don't mm. either. But I will yeah. watch the YouTubers that I don't get to see videos from very often. Because it's that same deal. Their videos are a rarity and it's a gift whenever I get one because I know it's going to be something that I'm going to enjoy. Because they're not getting out for the sake of getting it out. They're getting it out because this was their final vision and it's finally done. And then they get to share it with everyone. So I'm a firm believer in that it's okay to not upload a lot. Like It is. Don't beat yourself up otherwise. But I mean, I just don't like going for like the really – like I think – two weeks would be my ideal max right i would like to do it like maybe one like maybe once every 10 days i feel like that's pretty good for me and i that's where i kind of want to be at maybe once a week if i'm like actually like on my shit but i'm gonna start slow um but i think that's you know again you know because you you don't you don't want to be gone long enough to where people forget you exist yeah that's but you want to be gone long enough to where they crave what you make correct it's like finding the middle ground in between that. And if you don't upload on YouTube a lot, you know, you got to kind of supplement that by making sure that like your other social medias are doing good, that you're posting good original content. I'm also a firm believer in that. Like if you have like really funny tweets or like funny Instagram posts or you post consistently there, it's a good way to keep you in the back of other people's minds when you're not uploading. Right. And when you and post a link, okay. hey, I got a new video out, then everybody's rushing to go see it. Exactly. But they never forgot you existed because you were still there. You just weren't uploading. Yeah, I've noticed that about YouTube Tux. Like uh, when I see one of your tweets, it's usually a banger tweet and or it's a funny reply to somebody. Um, and you don't tweet all the time. You're not shoving content down people's throats. It's usually once a day or twice a day. Not twice a day, once every other day or or yeah. maybe once a day uh, yeah. <laughs> when you're tweeting out stuff. And probably so you're not taking a dump. Checks yeah, probably. So take it that's usually how I am. And you do a good job of hyping the other guys up that are your friends as well. You do a good job of hyping up y'all's nonsense house. You also do a good job of hyping up your friends that live in the house. And you do a good job of like, I don't know how to say this. It's like um, being random, I guess that is. Like you don't know what the fuck you're going to send a picture of or tweet about or have a meme about or just you just don't know with your content and that's what i think is so great about it too so yeah um, i try to just be an idiot oh my God. i just think <laughs> about dumb i just think about dumb shit and it's like every tweet is like 
five second thoughts. I, I like it, man. I'm I'm down for it for sure. Yeah, that's that's what I want to give off. I want to give off just the stupid random shit, and that's definitely what I want to uh, to keep doing because it's, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, like, let's go back. Let's go back to your childhood. How did you get started in gaming, and like, what made you kind of lean towards this whole YouTube thing? Um, I definitely chalked it up to the fact that, like, you know, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not a very social person when I was a kid. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously like, a lot of people are, but I just, you know, I found more solace in kind of just doing my own thing and having a few friends that I know are like real friends rather than forcing myself to have like a lot of friends that I necessarily didn't ha- feel for. Um, but video games were always something that I thought were really fun because like most, if not all of my greatest memories when I was younger, when I was playing like, Modern Warfare 3 with all of my friends. Like, that was arguably the most fun that I've ever had gaming in my life. Right. Was knowing, like, after elementary school, middle school, yeah, I was young as hell. Uh, so I was, I think it was, what, middle school when I played Modern Warfare 3? Or, like, all of the games? Because back then it was great because you could play every COD and everybody played them because it was all on the Xbox 360. Everyone was playing Everyone. every COD. You wanted yeah. to play, you even want to play Halo 3 today. All of your friends had it. You know they all had it. So you go all, all play customs, you know? Yep. That was like, just thinking about that dude gaming back then was so fucking awesome it was so much fun to just like talk about playing video games with your friends at school going home and doing it all night and that was back before i had any homework because i didn't you know have to worry because i was in middle school um (laughs) and yeah no i think it was like sixth grade yeah that's when i played mw3 was i was young as hell okay i'm 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 a i'm a zoomer you're you're cussing kids out when you're like eight no, I was not. <laughs> but that was like but some of my be- some of my best memories came from that. And then I just kind of over time I like back in I started my channel at, in the middle of 2015. So, it's coming up on 5 years, which is Oh, fuck. Look at you. That is nuts. Um in around 2015, I think that was what? Freshman or freshman year? I think that was the end of freshman year of high school. I just kind of started realizing, like, oh, like, I still enjoy doing this, but I'm really good at, like, graphic designing. I'm really good at, you know, I kind of have a creative brain, and I started to kind of realize that um, when I was in high school because I started taking, like, all these different classes, and I always had these, like, really, like, out-of-the-box ideas. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, like, my brain actually works in a, <laughs> in a much more, like, I visualize things way more than I care about data and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm – you know, all about, you know, again, the, the, the audio visual aspect of everything. So I was like, I can start making videos. And then I like cracked an editing program, like a real man, um, like, like a real felon. And <laughs> I live it on the edge pretty much. And I, and, and I taught myself how to edit and then I got really good at it. And I'm like, dude, this could actually be really fun. So I started making videos on, I think advanced warfare. In okay. 2015. I'm sorry, by the way. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, Advanced Warfare was the it's last COD ghosts. game before Modern Warfare that I had a ton of fun on. Um, Advanced Warfare was only hated after it was over as a COD game, like after its like lifespan ended. I believe that was like one of the last COD games before Modern Warfare that everybody really liked it when it came out because it was fresh. Like some people were like, "Ah, oh, futuristic's lame as hell," but it only got bad once they started doing it in every goddamn game after it. Right. And people hate Advanced Warfare because it was the catalyst for that, pretty much. 
it started that 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 era. But um, I made videos with with my neighbor. Um, it was Tuxbird was actually supposed to be a, a, a joint channel, believe it or not. <laughs> um, nice. It was supposed to be me and my uh, and my neighbor. He was my friend. We were friends in high school, and we grew up with each other. Um, turns out, after maybe six months, that I was way better at doing it than he was, and I cared way more than him. So I basically was just like, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna give you the money back for the Elgato that we bought." And uh, <laughs> Elgato, baby. We That's literally funny. split the money for an Elgato because they were expensive. You know, oh, hundred yeah. bucks when I was in high school was a lot of money, and I couldn't get a job because I was fifteen. <laughs> So 180 I understand. Bucks a lot. I yeah. had a dazzle, yeah. And uh, oh, D20 yeah, and I were our high school friends too, and we we went in. We were going to go in and, and make our own channel too at the very beginning on starting YouTube, and we wanted to make like comedy sketch skit videos. Well, I did. I didn't know really what he wanted to do, but I didn't give a shit. I just wanted him to go in with me and not <laughs> have to do it alone. I wanted to do a YouTube channel alone. So I, I actually started from playing Halo on the Xbox yelling at people on the mic he was laying down on the couch and i was like man why don't you just get in on this shit and just get your a gamer tag and we'll play and fuck well, up you people. were on my xbox so yeah I was on xbox. <laughs> we had to share so, xbox back in the day yeah for sure um and then he got on and had his and then we used to play twos and just hide from people the whole round and kick one kill and win on halo 3 i remember that shit all day mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's how he used to roll but yeah, man, I, I I'm I'm from the same kind of uh, branch, you could say, when it comes to that stuff too. What was the first game you remember like getting addicted to, though, Tux? Like Need what? For Speed Most Wanted, two thousand five. Oh shit! Okay, I didn't even really finish the sentence. Holy fuck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Detroit, did you have that game? Because I didn't really play that game much. I like Need for Speed a little bit, but not that. I one. think I think I do remember. Was it on PS two? Like was it yep. back in PS two days? Yeah, PS two days. Yep. I feel like I played that. I remember the most wanted ones. Those were fun. That was my fucking favorite game, man. Holy. And it's still, I believe, honestly, it still is. I think the experiences that I shared with friends were the best on Modern Warfare 3 for me. Um, But in terms of, like, just a game that I played alone and thoroughly enjoyed every single time I played alone, that was that game. Never Speed Most Wanted 2005 was so goddamn good and i even like re-downloaded it on my pc and i got like a graphics mod for it so it looks really good and i've been playing it with my with with my controller my pc dude and it feels so good really and it's still as fun as it was back when i played it when i was a fetus that's awesome yeah i remember playing like the uh like the undergrounds i remember playing like the shit out of those like need for speed underground 2 and stuff like that just like playing that shit for hours like at a friend's house we're just fucking like pass off the controller <laughs> and like all right you and play for a long time and even and yeah. even like watching people play when you were sitting next to them was so fun yeah um i remember that game that was like the first game i don't know if it was the first game in Need for speed like when they did the open world cops but the police in that game were the best part of that entire game like by far just the way that they incorporated cop chases and stuff and how difficult they were um like and it was so nerve wracking because they had like that the uh, the game mechanic where your car would get impounded if you got arrested too many times and yeah. you lose that car. So there was always that like danger of actually losing the yeah, car that you really like. Yeah, I felt- and I, and it, it was so bad to the point where I would literally sprint to my PS2 and turn it off before I got busted. Every time. <laughs> 
<laughs> just yank it out of the wall. Yeah, I feel like there was there was some Need for Speeds. I think it was like called Hot Pursuit or something like that. Yep. That uh, like I think it was back before that or whatever that had like the police yeah. and stuff, and it was just so fun to just like, I mean, because police cars just you know come cool, out of nowhere. Man. Well, they come out of nowhere too. Like it's no, yeah. like all of a sudden there's just a police car because shit's not loading in and you're going 200 miles like, an hour. Holy shit! I'm being <laughs> yeah. chased. You're like oh god. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I literally, I was scared, I was scared to death of getting my car impounded in that game. And dude, even when I play on my PC, I will literally alt F4 if I get busted, bro. <laughs> Just throws his PC out the window. <laughs> I, I cannot, dude, I do not want to be busted, I don't want to lose my car. That's but the funny. cop days are so hard, but that is definitely, uh, at least from as early as I can remember, like, the one game that I was, like, first addicted to, addicted to. Okay. Then what did you uh what made you want to get on YouTube? Did you watch other YouTubers? Did you uh have like uh like I when I first got into it, you know, I talked about me going in with D twenty, but then I, I kinda went down the uh animation thing. I wanted to do animation. It was fucking hard as shit and I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to put this much time into it. Right. Uh and I, I started watching uh other YouTubers, uh Hutch and Blame Truth upload um cod videos but they were doing commentary over and i was like man i could do this they suck i could do this and so that's what i started i was horrible but that's what i tried to do at first like what was your thing what what kind of sparked you to go to youtube with all this so mine was actually pretty cool um when i was a freshman in high school there was a youtuber that went to my school and you might know who he is you might not his name is phase adapt oh i know phase adapt yeah he's one of the biggest phase members um in that whole org, and back then, he was, like, popping on YouTube, like, 200k subs a month level popping, and that was back when he had, like, 600k, and he was doing really good, but I remember looking at him in awe, I'm like, holy shit, like... Yeah, so what, really I'm gonna go ahead and ask you, let me ask you this real quick, because, like, sure. D4 and I are a little bit older, so, like, YouTube wasn't really a thing when we were in high school, like, what is it, like, if there's a famous YouTuber going to your school, like, how did, like... How do kids react to that shit? Is it like a, a celebrity being at their school or? Like, it was, I'm trying to remember it in how like kind of I handled it. It was just like, I just thought it was super fucking cool, man. Like I was just sitting there, like me and my friend would walk by him and we're like, Oh my God, that's literally phased it. Like it was just cool. It was like, you'd like snicker to your friends because like, you know, you didn't want to like actually go up and talk to them because we were all pussies and we weren't going <laughs> right. to do that. Um, I eventually did build up the courage to do that, but he was an inspiration. And I remember like that was when he was a senior and I was a freshman. So like the last day that he was on campus at school, um, like right after his senior finals were over, um, he was walking out of the school and I actually like, I drew him his logo. I think like I was, I wasn't like a fanboy fanboy, but I was just like, it was really cool to me. So I drew him his, his logo and I wrote him a little note saying like, Hey dude, thanks for, you know, you know, your, your videos are good and they've, inspired me to start my own youtube channel and he wrote me some back and he's like yo dude like you can do this like youtube's super fun you just got to find you just got to find the thing that you like doing and you just go and do it and just keep on doing it and you might get somewhere and i remember talking to him like i saw him at the gym one time like right after i started doing well when i started playing the division that was the first game that i did good on on youtube I had like 30k and I remember telling him I had 30k and I felt so good because he was like and he actually remembered who I was um and I told him that and he's like yo that's super sick man um I haven't talked to him since that point uh he doesn't know who you are now he doesn't know who I, who I am now but it still is really cool because I am literally here doing this as a job 
I had that inspiration and I ran with it and now I'm doing this. So I technically got to where I wanted to be. Now I just gotta kinda gotta get to where I want to be in my own headspace. Because where I am with the numbers is good. It is really good and I'm thankful for where I am at. I just gotta be uh you know, I gotta be happier and filled with more passion. And that's definitely what I'm gonna work on this year. Cool. That's awesome. Did you have any like um New Year's resolutions that's not gaming related this year? Um to fix my sleep schedule for the first for the first for the first part and also to eat better. Um the gym is always someone's like, you know, like it's usually like everyone's new. Yeah, resolution. it's everybody's yeah, it's like, yeah, That's why they make so much money in January and then they're set for the year. Yes, very true. I'm actually gonna cancel my gym membership. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my, my New Year's resolution is to like, you know, I gotta ground you guys, okay? January's not that good. <laughs> but uh I will definitely say it's just like what I want to do in twenty twenty is just form good habits. Like Waking up early, you know, like doing things, you know, like, you know, eating something good, you know, it's just like doing the little things, you know, like maybe cleaning a bit every single, you know, the, the little tiny things that kind of make up my entire day to day life. It's funny you say that though, Tux, because, um, I watched a video yesterday on someone that's doing literally what you just said, like waking up early, doing this, blah, blah, blah. But they went to extreme. So I don't know what you mean by waking up early. But this person on this YouTube video, of course, I went to the black hole of YouTube. But um, they woke up at 5 o'clock every day. Okay, yep, see ya. <laughs> for, thir- for 30 days, that's what they did because they wanted to make it a habit, right? And they wanted right. to get up and be productive. That was their main thing. Yep. And the- at the end of the video, he said he had – I think there was 12 things that he did that was he was doing for 30 days. Like he was taking a cold shower every day oh, uh, to fuck. get – get his like you know his body uh used to it and also to it's supposed to speed up uh a lot of different things but anyway so back to the whole thing with uh waking up at five o'clock he said that was the worst thing he did because it never really helped when he woke up that early it really made him sleepy and he was he had to wake up for like an hour or two hours by the time he could have just slept for that hour and two hours it would have caught him up on sleep so he said waking up early was the most overrated thing that he did now it may not be he said it you know of course that everybody's different but he said that was the number one thing he said eating healthy was his his best thing that he did cutting out sugar was the number one thing that he felt way better doing that more than anything else and finding substitutes for that um, and there was uh, writing everything down uh, was one of the things he did that he said that was something he would continue doing for the rest of his life. And then I'll give you one more, uh, which was that he meditated for an hour every day and just sat there in the quiet and thought to himself. He said he came up with more ideas doing that than he did throughout the day, uh, conversating with people and doing all other stuff. So. Maybe you pick up on one of those, but maybe you don't. But that those seem like cool things to do. But anyways. Yeah, I just definitely I want to make those little improvements that make life better just or or that much easier. So like I'm not working against myself as much, you know, yeah, I'm kind for of sure. working for myself because it's I, very I think you a schedule would be deadly. I really do. Yeah, honestly, I don't know if I ever could like actually maintain a schedule like that because what I was going to get into is like being a YouTuber grants you a lot of freedom in how you choose to go about every day of your life. And that freedom is good, but it's also pretty bad because you're not technically, you don't technically have to do anything when you're a YouTuber, you know? Yeah. Like you don't streamer. You got to get up. 
Exactly. Yeah. There's still that's why I kind of want to get into streaming more. We'll probably get into that and in, like maybe right after this, but um I definitely, you know, being a YouTuber, it's like, you know, you don't people always say like, "Oh, make, make just make a schedule for yourself." But it's like I don't have to, so I don't have that like brain like the thing in my brain telling me like, "Okay, it's something I have to do." It's something that like, "Well, I should do it." So I'm not going to do it. But that is oh, what it is for me, at least, because I, you know, again, I don't technically have to do a single thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing we talked about, too, as a crew with uh, YouTube, being a YouTuber, is you really can work on a video for two to three hours on editing. You upload your video, and you go about your fucking day. You're done. Yeah. You can do whatever the fuck you want to. With streaming, you get up in the morning, and you have to get on a certain time because you have to have a schedule where it's blah, blah, blah. Well, people think that you do. And then... You stream for eight hours and you're wiped out because it's like a full time job. Yeah. And so it's like then you got to get up the next day and do the same thing. And you're relying on other people to pay your bills, which same thing for YouTube, but also not necessarily uh, all the way because you're going to get those views and YouTube's paying you. It's not other people really throwing their money at you. Right. It's not like so it's a different. Based. Yeah. It's a different animal. Um, but I enjoy. The instant feedback from uh, streaming. That has been the yeah. best thing for me. Building a community, having instant feedback, and knowing who the people are. Like, I know what some of the jobs they have. I know who they are. I know who, a lot of times, who they're dating. I know a lot of times what they are, their likes, what they drive. Because we talk about these things on the stream. And so right. you start getting characteristics of the people, and they start turning into more like friends than they do just people from afar that you see in a comment section. You know what I'm saying? There's no, they start, you start building a face with a name and you start building relationships with these people instead of just being kind of shut out. So, um, that is true. It's so good. It's so good. I I really enjoy it, but it is very taxing. So if you're going to get to it, do it, but be consistent and, um, you know, do it for the, you know, the, instant feedback and stuff like that but anyways yeah that is true because like streaming has always been kind of like a sore subject for me like where i don't really you know i'll catch myself maybe like because i remember back when minecraft was the big trend back in summer i played i started just playing solo minecraft because i was like i might as well start streaming i did it pretty consistently not every day but like maybe every other day for a week and after i like died i'm like don't give a shit like like well one thing that honestly is super annoying to me about streaming just with how this is just me personally is how many people ask me to play siege that is the one thing that actually makes me super angry and kind of drives me away from doing it is just the fact that a lot of people because then since you have that instant feedback you get all the people that are like well fuck you for not playing the game that i want you to play like you know i get a lot more negative um flack on that end i feel like in your case you know you have a lot of people that like you know people that are there with you are going to be with you forever um and they are and you know you have that really close relationship with them um i still have a lot of people that don't give a fuck about me in any regard and they only want to watch me play one game and i don't want to stream siege that i could not think of anything that would be less i mean i could probably think of things that are less fun but that's on the low end of that list like (laughs) it, it is it's I can't do it. I can't stream Siege for more than two hours, and then I'm just miserable the entire time. And I can't really play with friends because we are terrible, and we would get banned off Twitch immediately. <laughs> Most likely, you probably would. You probably would. I might honestly. I might just stream Tarkov, dude. I'm so addicted to it. Might as well like make some sort of like 
I'll actual career <laughs> improvement. You know what I mean? We're going full circle. Yeah, here. just do, just do something. Game. Yeah. This game is taking over my entire goddamn brain. <laughs> like, don't read any chat or anything. You just focus on the game the whole time. There's, <laughs> dude, I dream about it. <laughs> I'm fucked, dude. It's bad. This is what addiction is. <laughs> All right, man. We're getting That's towards. Withdrawal is. Yeah, we're getting towards the end of our hour here. So, uh, what we do here at the end is kind of give you a chance to shout out anything, like your social medias, your. Um, I mean, you kind of talked about what you got going on or whatever your channel and uh, just all that kind of stuff. So we'll give you, you know, a minute or so to just kind of shout out anything if you want to shout out your boys or whatever. So it's all yours. Um, well, shout out to you guys for having me on here. Thank you. You're great. I really, honestly, I'm really happy that I got to know you guys. It's been a really cool thing, and I like making new friends. Um, I'm sure everybody knows what my YouTube channel is, but it's Tuxbird. I don't stream on Twitch, so don't bother. Um, <laughs> but he may, you may be streaming some targets. I, so. I, I might be streaming. For now, just whatever. Don't bother. The videos is kind of where it's at. But uh, I post dumb shit on Twitter, and I post more dumb shit on Instagram. And I don't have my ads on either of them, so it's at the Tuxbird. But I, I genuinely appreciate you guys um, not only getting me on here, but, you know, thinking of me and inviting me. I, it's it's cool. I'm, re- I'm really happy I was able to do this. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, you're great, Tux. We love you, man. You've you always been a blast. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're always been a blast, though. You play with us. You, you very. I, and a lot of guys don't know this, but uh, if you're listening to the podcast, as the crew, we don't invite a lot of people to play with us just because sometimes it's awkward. It's hard to make friends sometimes when you're a YouTuber and you get bigger, and some people just want to be your friend for the wrong reasons, and it's just yeah. it's kind of oh, weird. I would know. I would know. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's weird. And so when we invited Tux in. He didn't have to come. It, it was one of those things like, yeah, I'll give it a try. As he came in, he was just so seamlessly like in the group. Everybody had a blast playing with him. He fit right in. He did the right things. He wasn't like overly just crazy. And he also wasn't really shy. It was just a perfect mix. So we love you, Tux, man. You're always invited to play oh, with us anytime, dude. Yeah, we man. love your face, brother. For real. Thanks for coming <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, again, if you haven't checked out uh tux at all check him out he's just nuts and if you follow him on twitter or youtube or whatever you're going to be very very impressed with the work that he puts out so i appreciate you giving a tux and thanks for taking yeah, some stay time tuned for that vr Absolutely. stuff coming soon yeah <laughs> VR stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on the vfr podcast see you guys